they actually come to my company as business owners. Wow. And also, I don't keep them from being referred to other businesses. Like if Joanna wants to hire my makeup artist, Teresa, to come work for her, yes, go do it. Do what you need to. I don't come from a place of scarcity. I don't yeah. come from a place of like, she's going to leave or that's going to happen. No, I want her to, you know, build an empire and do all the things that she wants to. And I didn't know I was building it, but it feels so good, Joanna. It feels like the right one. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. I'm extremely ecstatic because I got my girl, Monica Linda, owner, creator of Girl Squad Inc. She's a phenomenal photographer. And Monica, I've had you on my Instagram show, had you on a couple lives through this whole pandemic, and you look freaking gorgeous today. How are you? <laughs> I am so good. Thank you so much. I have uh, fallen into the trend of, uh, these used to be called bangs, but now they're called curtains. So here we are. Yeah. Is that like a, a Gen Z thing? Curtains? Yes. Yes. It, oh, okay. Yeah. Curtains. Now, curtains, like, because you're hiding from something, you're, no, you're black I I think because they like do this, you know, down your sides of your hair. I don't know, but they're cute. I like them. I'm having a lot of fun with them. Yeah, it looks really great. And those earrings are fly. Love them. Thank you. I got extra dressed up for you. Thank you. Ah, well, girl, I haven't seen you in a while. We live like a couple miles away. I want to jump right into it. What's this it? show is all about getting back up, not talking about the cliches of like, think positively, because sometimes you just want to sucker throat punch somebody or am I the only one when, when you're down, you know, and like, what do you actually do? So I know something happened in your business. We don't have to get into it. Give us kind of, you know, like whatever you do want to tell us. And then how the heck did you get back up? Because I know for me, it's the mind stuff that played mm -hmm. the record. Mm -hmm. Like uh, that's what it is for me. So let's go into that, Monica. Yeah. So, um, it is something that I'm still like working through and you know, basically, like, what do you do when somebody that you really trusted um, in your business, something really personal, decides to maybe go a different direction, or you decide that they're not the right fit? Um, what do you do when you thought they were the answer, right? They thought that you thought that they were the answer to all of your problems. And that is no longer the case. That is that's something that's so raw and real. And it's kind of thrown me for a little bit of a loop. Um, but I want to talk about it because this does happen in business. It happens all the time. I'm not the first person this is ever going to happen to. And so what have I done right in the past couple of, you know, weeks? Um, I, it, it's interesting how when things like this happen that you can go back into old patterns of thinking that you thought you didn't think anymore, like old beliefs. Like you go back into, oh, maybe I really do suck. Or maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was. 
-hmm. or maybe I'm really not supposed to be doing this. Um, or maybe I'm not smart enough. I think that's another one that can come up for me because I grew up in a family where education wasn't important. It, it just wasn't what we focused on. Mm -hmm. And so being smart is not for, not for me and not for Mexicans in general. Like, right. Yeah. Like I, I hate to say it that way, but really like being smart. Like just, is, graduate. Just, just graduate. Just graduate. I'm not graduate. Don't have a baby. How about that? <laughs> Don't have a yeah. I heard that about a million times. Don't come back with more humans. Don't come back with more humans. I mean, just to keep it just to keep it real. So, you know, I find myself in business. You know, being um, a Latina who is figuring this out without role models, and I ask a lot of questions, and that's gotten me to this far. But when those old beliefs come up, I mean, I've literally had to like think about it, like pull myself up every day. And then there's times when I'm just allow myself to be really pissed off and just to be downright angry. And um, I think that's been really, really good. Um, I did some breath work with a girl named Anna. I can't remember her, her last name right now, but she's great. She's on Instagram. And one of the things that she taught me that has been so helpful is that sometimes you just need to scream, like really scream. I am a lover of scream. I used to have school parties with my girlfriends and we'd grab a pillow and you just scream in the pillow. Mm. My neighbors would might think I'm, you know, something's happening to me. It is so exhilarating, Monica. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I've had a couple of days where I literally got a pillow and screamed, screamed until like my whole body shook. And I know for some people that might sound crazy, but it literally gets me through and then I shake it off and I just don't allow those things to take any more space. I just move on. I've got, I've got, I've got to keep going. My business is bigger than anything that has happened. I'm so glad you brought that up. Cause I forgot about the screaming. Yeah. Screaming. I forgot. Ladies, scream every once in a while. You just really got to get it. It's just that I think that our energy gets trapped and some people, what some people do dancing, some people exercise. Um, I think because I wasn't allowed to yell when I was a kid, that um, screaming and yelling is so he healing for me. What are some of the beliefs, Monica, that you said that were coming back up? What were some of those? Um, that that I am as dumb as people thought I was. Um, or how um, although no one's like directly told me that, right? It's just something. It's that it's that unwritten language. That, unwritten rules that I've seen, I, I thought that I was seeing. I remember um, in high school, somebody telling me that if I was anything like my sister, then I would, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And it's, it's, it's things like that. Like, oh, maybe I really haven't come as far as I wanted to. And, you know, I'm not saying that I had a horrible childhood because I didn't, it wasn't all bad, but there, there are things that I just wish would have been, would have been different. But I think it also makes me super unique with the clients that I work with. And I think that's why some people are really attracted to, to working with me because I understand what it's like to come from nothing and make it into something. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up too, because I sometimes feel shameful because I'm like, mm -hmm. I had a good childhood, but it wasn't, I'm like, man, what if I had those parents? And I go through that scenario and mm -hmm. I like the whole thing. And I see myself as a young kid with those parents. I'm like, man, when do I wonder where I'd be because I'm like, I'm a pretty badass. And yet, but then I feel shameful because I'm like, at it, it was good, but it wasn't, it, it was like the soil. It's like you're growing a plant 
And when you put like the, the food on the plant, right, the plant mm-hmm. will grow bigger. But if you just give it water and sun, it's going to grow fine. That's how I kind of feel with mine. And then I feel shameful for saying that. Mm-hmm. And because you did break up, you know, being Latina, being Mexican mm-hmm. and not having any role models. Um, and then I feel shameful for saying that as well. Yeah. Because people that don't understand will look and go, Joanna, you're so great. You don't see what we see. And I'm like, I know, but this record that's playing in my head for so many years until I saw someone that looked as I did. Mm-hmm. Right? Growing up, I really, truly, the, the record was I could not do that unless I'm blonde and beautiful. Like that was an unwritten rule. So when you talk about role models, Monica, like when you say role models, you're talking about now or when you were growing up? Um, I, I feel like when I was growing up, um, but when I talk about that, like, let me break it down even more on people with money is a button for me, like people with a lot of money, like, we'll just break it down like that. That used to really be a button that would get pushed because I didn't grow up around any people that had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are a lot of things that I did learn from my family that I do use in my business, like my work ethic, um, my um, ability to fight back when I need to, to not let people walk all over me, um, to walk in the room, even if I'm scared, right? Like, I'm still going to walk in the room. I may be scared, but I'm going to walk in the room. So, uh, right, right, right. There's a lot of things um, like, what did that girl tell you? No, that's not okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there are a lot of things like that. But people with money is something that I've had to really challenge that belief because um it it's something that sometimes I still still like won't show up for me. What is the trigger, Monica? Is it that they don't understand or is that their life is easier? Um for me it's that they are different than me, that what they have is unattainable for me. Um that it's that they're luckier than I am. Um all those things really really show up for me. Mm-hmm. Right now, when you're getting back up from this situation, because mm-hmm. I've had, I don't even know what happened with you, but I've had similar, right? And I've mm-hmm. talked to other girlfriends and it's really cool when girlfriends that are higher than I in business, meaning they mm-hmm. are uh, more successful on paper, let's say. And they go, oh, Joanna, girl, that's happened to me like 42 times. It's all good. You know, and it makes me feel a little bit, I'm like, okay, good. Because I think I'm the only one. Right. right. Things like that helped me rather than when I surround myself with other people that go, oh, that sucks. Let's go get them back. And I start to get into that energy. What are some of the things that you're doing besides the screaming? What else? Mm-hmm. Um, the other things I'm doing is that I I I did get some advice from people that are on paper who, um, you know, have been in business long enough to yeah. see if what I was feeling was appropriate for what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Like. Am I over exaggerating? Because I don't feel like I'm over exaggerating. Or am I being like, what's another one? Am I being too emotional? Am I am I being too sensitive? Like all those things that you hear. And no, what I was feeling was appropriate. Also, what I heard from some of my mentors was that what happened is going to prepare me for something so big. And there is going to be something that's going to show up in my life that I am not going to make that same mistake. I'm not going to. I have learned from it. I'm feeling my way through it. So when something similar shows up, I'm going to be able to identify it. And it could be setting me up for, you know, 
a million dollar deal, a billion dollar deal. It could be setting me up for a lot of really good stuff. So I feel like things like that just make me feel somewhat normal or trying to like normalize it. And realizing that the way that this, how intense this feels is going to eventually go away. It's going to, it's just going to be really uncomfortable for a little bit. That is brilliant. Yes. I've heard that many times too. Yeah. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. And it does make me stronger yet going through it. You know, it sucks and mm-hmm. it hurts. Mm-hmm. I like how you said, like, you wanted to feel like, am I over-exaggerating? Mm-hmm. All the validation. I totally get that. Am I crazy? I started to buy the the thoughts that I'm too emotional. As a good business owner, I should not be emotional. I shouldn't cry. I shouldn't care so much, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And um, something happened to me a couple of weeks ago where I found out that someone was taking something of mine, meaning, I guess, mm. plagiarizing, right? And it, it was a sting, mm-hmm. a big sting to the heart. It really did some meditation, some asking of questions like, what is this really? Mm-hmm. And what it was, Monica, for me, it's like, it's information. This mm-hmm. is information mm-hmm. coming up. And I, I'm also flattered, you know, like I'm like really flattered. I'm like, and the information, Monica, that I got was that, dang, Joanna, you're really good at this, that mm-hmm. people want to take this and use it. And are they actually complimenting you? And then, Monica, the next thing was, Joanna, where are you doing this? And it was like, I'm not edifying my mentors or people that I am taking their words and using their quotes and using their things. And I'm like, oh, okay. So the information, Monica, was how can I move forward and edify my people even more, talk them up even more, rather than... I guess, use their things and not cognitively, not knowing that I was doing it. So yeah. Again, any information come up for you? Like things like, Ooh, this is a new discovery. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I think I, that the biggest thing that the biggest thing that came up for me was do, do I trust myself? You know, like, um, do I really know what I'm doing? And I have not had a moment of doubt and, probably since I started, I've always known that this is the direction I wanted to go. But um, the biggest thing that I now that I just remember, the biggest thing that it really brought up for me too, was that this person actually thought of me as small. And I realized that I was playing small. Ooh. I realized that I attracted that into my life, not saying that's appropriate, but I attracted that into my life because I was playing small and I almost wanted that person to make me feel bigger, right? I wanted them to make me feel bigger and I didn't know that that's what I was doing. And I also thought that I was playing hard, but I really wasn't playing as hard as I I need to. I get that girl. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't. Wow. Okay. That happened to me a couple of weeks ago. I went to this like big chiropractor, Monica, mm-hmm. and it was like this big guy on YouTube. And I went to go see him. And as soon as I walk in there, it, I felt so small. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. He's not doing anything. He's not even saying a word. I felt so small. And it was such what, it, what was required at that moment. And then he looks at me and he says, stop playing small. I mean, we're having, he's one of those like intuitive doctors and I lost it. I started crying and I got very yeah. angry. Because it, I went in there wanting him to fix me. And he's like, mm-hmm. there's nothing to fix. Stop playing small. And so 
I went in there going, oh, I'm already small. But then I went in there and I started yelling at him. I go, I'm here. I'm not playing small. I'm freaking here. I made the step. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You know, say Mm -hmm. something. And I was shaking because Mm -hmm. I was so poked by him. It was such a poke. And I'm so grateful, you know, saw him a bunch of times, but I could totally get that where I've had business coaches and I want him or her to save me, save my business. It's Mm -hmm. their responsibility because they're bigger than I am. So is that something like you went going, okay, I'm going to have this, but they're going to make me feel better. They're going to solve my problems kind of like that. Yeah, it was, it was actually a really good way to hide a really good way for me to play the game of, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm clueless. I need somebody to make me feel better. But Joanna, I really didn't think that that's what I was doing. I really thought that I needed that kind of help. I really did. And so it wasn't until afterwards I realized, why did I have this person in my life? Like, why, like, why did I? And then I, I, there were a couple of moments where I was like, I am literally not playing big enough. And this person actually is playing into that narrative that it's okay for me to play small. Ooh. Like, okay. like, uh, it was more like they were reaffirming. Um, yeah, you're right. It is going to take you that long. Absolutely. Oh. And I had not had anyone doubt me or, or say that I couldn't or, but that moment of thinking that I was as small as they suggested I was, was like, wow, that hurt. That I think she's absolutely right. I think that person's right. I think that I am playing too small. Yes. And girl, that is not fun. This is not, it has not been fun. And I'm totally like keeping it real. Um, But I just, I have to believe and know that this is going to help somewhere down the line. And when it does, we will come back on and talk about it. <laughs> what a gift, right? Yeah, yeah it's a gift. It is. And I love having these conversations going, yeah, this sucks. Freaking sucks. sucks. Because I look at past things that have happened to me. And I know when I was like, it's fine. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. My body will let me know that it ain't great. And it will commune mm-hmm. with me. It will become one and create things. And then, like you said, I didn't even know I was doing it. I didn't even know that I was lying to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I'm really good at going, this sucks. Yeah. And like my, my, my girlfriend's call, like if they're having a bad situation, I won't go down there with them, Monica. Do you know what I mean? And like yes. crap, but mm-hmm. yet I'll, I'll remain a light for them and go, yeah, that sucks. That, that sucks. And I've noticed that that really kind of subsides the energy rather than like, you're okay. I'm on the phone. You're good. Come on. Think positive. Ain't nobody want to hear that when you're crying no. in the dumps. Like, yeah, that freaking sucks. What can I do to contribute to you? Yeah. You know? And so I've been doing that to myself, hun. Yes, you know? I love that. I love that. I, I'm like, hey, that's, I look at myself. That sucks, girl. What can I do for you? Because mm. yeah, this freaking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And I knowing that I'm not going to be there forever, you know? Yeah. No, that, that, that is something that, um, after, you know, I scream or it's really intense. I also tap into that part that, you know, my mom taught me to be, or my dad, my dad taught me to be, to get up enough already enough crying. And that is when I pull from that part of my childhood where my mom, like my mom was the mom who like, wouldn't let me have my period. She was like, (laughs) 
take some aspirin, Mia. You're going to be on this forever. Go to school. (laughs) This is not a big deal. You're going to be with this for the rest of your life. So um, those are the moments where I give myself a little slap, you know, where I'm like, or I throw some cold water on myself. You have to. I mean, nobody else is going to pull you up. And But I do have moments when I'm down. And then I'm going to also be the person that's got to pull myself up. And I think this is where we get stronger. I mean, I, I didn't have this awareness of that I was playing small. And it's making me take a look at a lot of things in my business differently. Such a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, little thing that I want to tap into, but I don't want to go like down the rabbit hole. Yeah. What do you see for the future or the possibilities for the future of Latina business owners and our mindset? Because it's in culture, right? And I don't want to go through the, oh, woe is me and, you know, that whole thing. Yet it's interesting that it played such a part in my mindset, Monica, but I didn't realize that it was because I surrounded myself with others just as I. Mm-hmm. Till I was in different rooms and going, oh, they think differently. I thought everybody thought the way I did, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I get it. We all have similarities. Yet, and then it started to mess with my mind. It started to play little tricks. And then I started to use that as a an escape code, as a like a like I'm playing cards and I would use that card as like to take me out and go, oh, mm. no, they don't get it. But what possibilities? I want to kind of just tap into that a little bit without the woe is me energy. Yeah, um, I I feel like there is a lot of strength that comes from where we came from. There are a lot of really, really strong things. And I'm hoping that, you know, in the future that we as Latinas put ourselves into jobs that we don't feel like we're thanking them for giving it to us, right? Like, thank you for letting me into the room. I effing got myself at the table. Wow. You didn't give me permission to get here. And I feel like that is something I'm really hoping that we all continue to do. Um, There are masterminds that I love to be a part of, our groups that I want to be a part of. And I don't even think about my childhood or the color of my skin. I literally think about my future and the women that I work with. And... Um, they give me strength too. And the, and the things that I want to do, because as my company grows, so does my mindset. And I can't continue to think about all those things in shame. You know, I recently was listening to a podcast by, uh, I think it was Tony Robbins. And, um, there was a guy who stood up and said, hi, my name is Chris. Uh, and I'm this guy from Ohio. And he was going down like all this, like this, he was telling this story of creating himself small and Tony Robbins stopped him in his tracks and said, people will always remember you for that. Like be careful. Like your words perform. Wow. Your words perform. And so when you say who you are, like speak from who you are right now. And I think that, you know, we use like, sometimes we can use it as um, a way of escape or don't hold me accountable or uh, don't push me so hard. And I'm hoping as Latinas, as we continue to grow that, you know, we walk ourselves into rooms and we aren't being grateful for somebody letting us in. So good. My they didn't God. let us in. They didn't let us in, Joanna. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, I because, got myself here. Yeah, I was self-segregating, not even realizing yes. that I was doing it. 
And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to unself-segregate. I'm going to get into these rooms and be a pioneer. And yes. others, you know, and but without that energy, I get what you were saying of like the using it to the whatever or, uh, yeah, or walking in and telling the story. Hey, everybody, look at me. I'm different. Like, yeah. And celebrating that and walking into different rooms. And that's what I didn't realize that I wasn't doing. I thought I was walking into different rooms. I'm like, oh, I'm not. Okay, I'm consciously, cognitively going to walk into rooms with people that are completely different than I am in different walks of life. And then we're not that different, but yet subconsciously we're self-segregating. And I yes. see it like generational and to any culture out there, right? Generational, I don't even know the word, but generational um, forwarding mm -hmm. where, you know, it's, it's passed by generations. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And it, it's, very, very interesting. Yeah. And starting to realize the words that I heard growing up, but I just thought it was normal. Of you course. Know? Yeah. Yeah. The pair, uh, you know, people around and I'm like, oh, we, I totally bought that. And I was subconsciously creating that story as maybe Tony Robbins said, they created that story. So I bought it and I knew that that's what it was. And I'm like, oh, okay. Would I like to change this? Now I'm, I'm a grown woman. I'm going to change this. I'm going to choose different and I'm going to get into different rooms. And I wonder if that can change the next generation of my family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I have so many family members that I couldn't be more night and day. I could not be more night and day at this point. <laughs> and um, that's okay. I still like love on them and love our relationship. And um, I love that I can switch back and forth too. Yeah. Like yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so good. Okay. Now with photography, what's going on with your business? Like what's the new stuff? Because I know, like you said, you're expanding mindset energetic wise. Well, what's coming up next is actually really, really exciting. Um, so we have a new monthly subscription that I was like low key talking about. Like last year I was like dropping hints here and there was testing the waters. Would people want this? Would people not? How do I price it? People were pricing it really low. And I'm like, that's too low. Like we're girl squads worth way more than that. Like the experience, the, the quality of work, all of it is more. So, um, finally I'm like, you know what I really want to do? And I love that I'm going to say this out loud because I have not said it on any podcast out loud until this one. Um, but I literally want girl squad to be in every major city in America. I want to be in Chicago, Miami, New York City, um, uh, Texas, like all of them. And I want every entrepreneur, woman entrepreneur who needs a photographer to be able to hire the energy that we give, the vibe that we give, the quality that we give. And so that starts here in LA. So um, we're going to, that's what we're doing next. So we have 12 monthly subscribers that we, that just signed up. So um, they are doing um, February, February, March, and April. And so we're rolling in a new one, which means we bring on new photographers. And this is the part I'm really excited. I'm excited about this too. Um, one of the things I've not talked about on Girl Squad is that every woman that works for us is actually an entrepreneur in their own business and they freelance for us. Okay. So, so my makeup artist does not work for Girl Squad. She works for herself. Okay. She, she, she works for us when we need to hire her. My editor doesn't just work for me. She works with a lot of other people. 
Um, my, um, admin person doesn't just work for me. She works for a lot of people. And the more I started building my team that way, the more I fell in love with that concept of, I don't want to own you. I want to give you an opportunity to run your own business the way that you want to. And I feel like there's so many photographers that have really struggled through COVID and the pandemic. They were wedding photographers or event photographers. And this working with women specifically is a very different focus. And it's done one-on-one. -on -one. So you're going to see Girl Squad get more photographers. We're going to grow. And um, then we're going to try to take over LA first. I got the Boom. Moment. You heard it here first. <sighs> Thank you so much. And I remember you talking about this membership, like when we were in that mastermind together. And oh my gosh, this is phenomenal because I can see that. And what you bring to your like you said, the day, the photography, the, the energy, the experience, I completely get it. Wow. With that and the mindset shift, what's the biggest mindset shift that you know that you need to be and step into in order to create that? That what I'm dreaming and what I want is okay. And it's what the world needs. And there is nothing wrong with feeling big about that, with feeling important about that, with feeling like you are going to change the world. Women do this. I do this where we like, oh, it's, it's a little idea. It's not like, I just kind of want to make a little money. No, I want to, I want to blow this out of the water. I want Girl Squad to be known in every major city in America. And that's amazing. And that's okay to believe in yourself so much because men do this all the time, right? Like I know that what we're doing is amazing and there's nothing wrong with believing in your dreams. Like wholeheartedly believing a hundred out of a hundred that this is the right way. What about the money mindset, Monica and pricing? What's come up with that for you? You know what? I've actually, that part I've actually been pretty good at. So, um, but that's come over time. Like, uh, like, um, I'm probably, um, four times more expensive than other photographers that are offering something very similar. But I do that because of the amount of work that we do and the, and the quality that we, um, that we also provide. So I, at first I was like, I don't want to do that. That's a lot. Like people are going to say no. And then I was like, no, they're not going to say no. The right people that are supposed to be my clients are going to say yes, because they believe it. They believe in this. Um, and I started like practicing that. And then, um, I'm like, okay, this is the new normal. Like people do pay this. And, um, there are so many different women with so many different budgets. And I feel like this is where we tend to like, keep it, keep it low. Like, Oh, nobody's going to want to pay like this amount. There's an audience for every price point there. There's an audience for me to charge $59. There's an audience for that. Yeah. There's also an audience for somebody to pay me, you know, $3,000. So, um, I don't know. I, I feel really good about that, but I think that's come over time with confidence. So good. And I really like, Monica, how you said you're hiring women that are their own business owner. Yep. What has that been like? Like, how do you, how do you manage them? Uh, do you train them? Yeah. I'm really curious about that. You know what? This is, this is something I, this is something that happened accidentally. Like I didn't create this model, but when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I love that we're doing that. Yeah. Um, so the way it works is I feel like because these women, yeah, Teresa, Stephanie, Vivian, all run their own businesses. They come to your company with a different mindset. Wow. They actually, they actually come to my company as business owners. Wow. Um, and also I don't 
keep them from being referred to other businesses. Like if Joanna wants to hire my makeup artist, Teresa, to come work for her, yes, go do it. Do, do what you need to. I don't come from a place of scarcity. I don't yeah. come from a place of like, she's going to leave or that's going to happen. No, I want her to, you know, build an empire and do all the things that she wants to. And I didn't know I was building it, but it feels so good, Joanna. It feels like the right move. Look at my body language. Like I'm really thinking because that's brilliant. That feels really light to me as a business owner because I've had that feeling and I don't like it. It's almost like, like you're mine. No, don't yes. go somebody else. Like you're going to leave me. It's similar to, you know, having a partner and they're going to, you're going to cheat on me. That's not yep. a feeling. I, I got the freaking goosebumps. That is phenomenal. I've never really heard it put that way. Mm -hmm. uh, Shalene Johnson, if you're familiar with her. I do. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Love her. And she has the same model as you. But mm. she, and again, just kind of, and she totally empowers all of her people to do their own side thing. She's like, good. Have your, I'm going to teach you. You're learning everything as you edit my videos, take everything you're learning and go do it. And I've always admired that. And the way you said it right now was so light, brilliant, freaking brilliant. It actually makes me feel light. Like I don't feel the heaviness of, I think it's a good model for like when you're building something out. I don't know what the future is going to look like, but if we can continue to do this, I think that would be amazing because, um, because I feel like my team gets so much freedom on, I also don't micromanage them. I don't tell them when they're coming to work. I literally tell them, hey guys, we need to get this done by this day. And then they just do it whenever they want to. Like if they want to be up at, you know, um, 10 PM till eight o'clock in the morning, as long as it's in my inbox when I need it, I, I really, I really love this model and it keeps me from, um, holding them. And I think also it makes them feel like they can still build their dreams and I'm not trying to take it away because I hated that feeling when I was, when I was an employee, I hated that I had to follow somebody else's vision all the time. I had my own ideas, my own dreams. And if somebody would have given me an opportunity to run my business and work for them, I mean, I would have been an entrepreneur sooner. And I think a lot of women would be entrepreneurs sooner, right? Because they'd have two incomes. I'm getting this download, Monica. Like that is me knowing that I hire you for photography, knowing that you hire other owners. Like that in. Yeah, like that is your leading unique selling proposition, right? Okay. And just for me, because you're shooting mostly other business owners, right? Yeah. Or, right. So then they're like, oh, these are not your employees. These are, no. oh, like it's a whole different experience than, yeah, I get it. Wow. You know what? Like, I mean, there's been so much today that I've never shared, but uh, I'm going to talk about that more because I'm so proud of them. Um, like I remember uh, I invited our editor, Stephanie, and our makeup artist, Teresa, to come to my mastermind with Lori and Chris Harder because we were doing a pop-up in Arizona and they needed to come with me because I wanted to do on-site editing and I wanted to do hair and makeup. And um, they had never been in that environment with so many women that did those things. Like they walked away inspired. Yeah. Like their businesses are doing better yes. just by being in the room. And girl, that gives me goosebumps. Like if I could, if I could just show you just a little glimpse of what it looks like at the end of this. Like, it's so good. It's so good. 
That's brilliant. I freaking love that. And shout out to Teresa. Yeah, great makeup artist. And I remember when she was doing our makeup and then, yeah, she was like, I'm so inspired. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, everybody listening out there, that is a great model to start your business. And yeah. you feel, God, less like tentacles connected to me. It's like, everybody's free. Everybody's free. Oh, I love that. I'm feeling like that is the future. Good. I would love for, I would love to be the, I'd love to be the person who talks about it and how um, easy it is. Your team comes to you, comes to you with a different mindset. Um, they also are hustlers, right? They run their own businesses. So they understand that if they want to continue to, you know, do what they want to do, um, they're going to need, we all need each other. I need them. They need me. And I'm super loyal to them. Mm -hmm. I'm super loyal to all three of them because they've given me so much. Um, but I also give them a lot too. Yeah. Great. Well, I want to end on this note and I love to do this every day. Yeah. What is the win for today? Um, I think my biggest win is that I have never said out loud that my monthly subscription is a thing that we're doing and that I'm going to hire other Los Angeles photographers and employ them because they, I, I don't want them to stop their businesses. I want them to continue to be photographers, but we, I also want to give them extra work. That, that is a win. Like I'm excited about that. And favorite moment of today. Um, seeing you. Yeah, I missed you. I miss you too. <laughs> and I just love having somebody on the other side who, you know, understands some of the behind the scenes that we don't need to talk about. Um, that it's just really amazing to see that we've come this far. And we both know that we've come a long way. We've come a long way, baby. Like the cigarette commercial, right? We've come a long way. We have, baby girl. Yeah. And when somebody tells me that I'm not, I'm like, oh, I'm here. Don't you dare tell me I'm freaking here in this room. I've come a long way. Don't you dare tell me that I'm playing small. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, Ooh, are they right? But yeah, but then standing up, I'm getting lost for words, but yeah, we've, we've mm. come a long way, baby girl. We have we've come a long way. You're such a light and inspiration for me, Monica, and know that I'm following you and loving you from social media. <sighs> soon. And everybody listening, if you need a photographer in Los Angeles, or she sometimes goes to Arizona and Las Vegas, but soon will be global. Go to Girl Squad Inc. on Instagram, right? Woo! And do you have a website that, or is the Instagram the best? You let us know. Um, um, Instagram is the best because if you click on the link, then it'll link you to all, all the other platforms and all the other things. So that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Yeah. What a gift Instagram is. Yeah. And your photos are phenomenal. They really Thank are. You. Thank you. Yeah. They really, really are. And your team is great. Thank you, Monica, for being here. Any last thing before we put a bow on this? Um, no, thanks for having me. And um, let's let's keep getting on up, right? Let's keep getting yeah. on up. Let's keep doing it. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. Appreciate every single one of you. Remember, if you want different, choose different. Love you, Monica, and we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate it and love you all.
And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.